सुकर्मण्य कर्म यश्येद अकर्मणि च कर्म युद्धिमान मनुष्यु संयुक्त कृष्ण कर्म कृत दिस हायस्ट विजन इज गिवन हियर ऑफ अ रियलाइज मास्टर इज वन हु सीज दैट नॉन एक्टिंग आत्मा इवन वेन ऑल द एक्टिविटीज आर हैपनिंग एंड इवन वेन वन सेज दैट आई एम नॉट डूइंग एनीथिंग there is a sense of doership which is involved so one who recognizes this self in all the activities it remains unmoving unchanging like a substratum support of all activity one who sees this self is called a jivan mukta or a realized person such a person becomes free of all bondage all actions happen to be happening but actually the self is not doing anything so all his actions they merge into that supreme reality alone so gata sangasya muktasya jnana avasthita chetasah yajnaya charatak karma samagram pravilyate all his actions as though merge because they are performed with yajna bhavana the highest uh, attitude of karma so again what exactly is their uh, vision what exactly is their knowledge which they have gained that is now revealed in this very famous uh, verse verse number 24 so let us chant ब्रह्मापण ब्रह्म हवि ब्रह्मा ब्रह्मणाहुत ब्रह्म तेन ग्रह्मकर्म सधिना ब्रह्मापणम ब्रह्म हवि ब्रह्मा ब्रह्मणाहुत ब्रह्म तेन ग्यम ब्रह्मकर्म सधिना दैर विजन ऑफ अ रियलाइज मास्टर इज दैट दिस सी दैट सुप्रीम ट्रूथ इन एवरीथिंग they see that brahma alone in everything as far as they are concerned everything is brahma alone sarvam khalvidam brahma that atma itself is indicated with another name in our scripture as brahma brahma means that which is big that which is infinite that which is not limited by any time space or object or any concept that's called brahma so it is the very origin the source of all creation it is the substratum of all creation and brahma alone exists in our as our own self as the witness of this world so when we talk about the self we call it atma when we talk about the substratum of this world or the source of this world we name it brahma but there is no difference between atma and brahma 
just the standpoint from an individual standpoint as a witness that truth is indicated as atma and from the totality standpoint as the substratum of the whole world as the source of the entire world that is indicated as brahma brahma is the name given to the truth reality later on one uh, has given so many other names like bhagwan or god so many sat chit anand so as far as that supreme uh, what you call the master is concerned the one who has recognized this the truth he sees that brahma in everything here the example of a yajna is taken so in the good old days when the yajnas were performed the fire was kindled and then using a, a long spoon like thing is to offer the various uh, ahutis and havi and all the purified ghee and everything was offered so that image is taken up here and is said that for the realized master everything is brahma alone so an action is is uh, imagine as a yajna any action just like in modern times we can say any action of a realized master can be imagined as worship so in a worship we have the altar we have the one who is worshiping we have the various uh, material with which the worship is uh, done flowers and water and and the dhoop deep naivedya all these are offered so here the image of a yajna is taken so fire is there and the person who is uh, performing that yajna is there the long uh, that spoon is there and uh, the clarified butter and all all these samugris are there and the result is gained through it so as far as the realized master is concerned everything is brahma alone so brahmarpanam for him arpanam arpanam is that spoon what is it called ladle or something so that is brahma alone for him he doesn't look at it as something different means the instrument with which action is performed the instrument with which action is performed like in our body we perform the action with our body or with the help of our senses or with the help of our mind so the instrument with which action is performed he looks at it as brahma alone then brahma havi hi havi is that ghee which is offered so that is also brahma he looks at it as brahma means the action which is performed the action which the is is happens that action is also brahma alone the ghee which is offered is brahma and the action is offered to a altar at a higher altar that is called yajna when we offer it to the lord so here the altar is the agni in which the ghee is offered so what is this agni this agni is also brahma brahmagnam in that fire which is also brahma 
And who is the one who is performing this <coughs> yajna? Who is the one who is performing this action? Who is the doer? He says, Brahmana Hutam. The one who is offering is also Brahma. This is called Brahma Drishti. And this action, when it is performed, through this action, where does he want to reach? What is the goal in mind? He says, Brahmaevatena Gantavya. The Gantavya stan, the goal which is thought of, is also Brahma. So he, the one who performs this yajna, he attains Brahma. Why? Because Brahma karma samadhina. He has attained that state of samadhi at which for him everything has become Brahma only. His karma has become Brahma. This is the vision of a realized master. Now in order to understand this, let me give an example. Hmm. Just imagine your dream. Hmm. Dream is a good example. So just imagine that in your dream, you are doing some puja. At least some people might be doing in their dream. So we are doing performing puja in our dream. So we have a beautiful idol of Lord Ganesh. And we have kept lot of um, what you call samugris and equipments and all with which we do the puja. Flowers and fruits and agarbattis and so many things are there. Dhup, naivedya. And then the person who is performing, you are performing that puja. And after performing the puja, you get that prasad, you distribute among all the people who are standing there or participating in the puja. So all these things are happening in your dream. You see everything as separate. Ganesh Bhagwan is different, you are different, all the utensils are different, people who are there are different from you. Then as you are having that prasad, suddenly you wake up with a great smile and joy in your heart. When you wake up, what is the knowledge which you gain? You come to gain a knowledge, a vision, that all that you saw in your dream was just the projection of your mind. Everything was your mind alone. In fact, dream is a beautiful projection of our own mind. Lot of impressions get uh, gathered in our mind and it gets expressed as our dream. So the, the dream world is created by the mind. Dream uh, people are created by the mind. Enemies and friends all are created in our dream. And the dreamer is also created by the mind. And all the equipment which are there are also part of the mind. So really speaking, the Ganesh Bhagwan which you worshipped in your dream was your mind. The one who performed that uh, puja was your mind. The utensils, everything was your mind. The people who were there was your mind. And the prasad also is your mind. So this you understood when you woke up. Just imagine that while dreaming, you recognize that all this is the play of my mind. That will be a totally a different uh, experience altogether. You are dreaming 
but you are knowing that it is a dream. That even when a tiger jumps at you, on you, you will not be so scared. That is scared, but not so scared when you know that it's only a dream. Sometimes we experience it actually when we are in a border state like. Hmm. When we are half awake, half sleepy, we get up but then again continue sleeping. That time when we dream, we come to know that it is a dream. So we are not so much scared if it is a scary dream. So all that I saw in my dream is my mind only. So if you replace this word Brahma with mind, then we can say that the Arpana is the mind, the Havi is the mind, the Agni is the mind, the one who was performing the Yadnya is the mind. And the result of all this is also mind, because the everything has become mind, mind-mind. So that vision is gained by a realized master in the waking state. In this state itself, for him, everything is Brahma. In a devotional language, we can say that for a realized master, everything is God alone. Everything has become Krishna Mai. Let us say a Krishna devotee. And uh, instead of the word Brahma, we can use the word Krishna. It means the same. What we mean by Brahma, same is indicated by the word Krishna. Krishna means one who attracts everyone. One who is not comprehensible. Therefore, Krishna means dark, cannot be seen, cannot be comprehended with our senses, with our mind, with our intellect. So for a devotee, everything has become Krishna only. There are stories in Bhagavat where gopis, for them everywhere they could see Krishna only. The cows for them were Krishna. The, the Yamuna river was Krishna. The clouds were Krishna. The milk was Krishna. The play was Krishna. Everything was Krishna only. Krishna mind. So, Vasudeva Sarvamiti. So, for a realized master, everything is that Bhagwan Vasudev only. Siya Ramamaya Savajagajani. Not with this eye, we can see the same names and forms, but with the eye of knowledge, with the vision of knowledge, that when the person sees, he looks at everything as Brahma alone. See, like uh, we have the same world, but we have different vision of looking at this world. And as our vision changes, the world changes. Like if suppose we listen to some music. If we have no understanding of music, it will be just some pleasant sound. Sometimes unpleasant also. Just a sound. But when we have certain understanding of that music, then we will listen to it in a different way. We will be hearing something which others may not hear. See, great uh, musicians and all, if they are listening to other musicians, they might pick up even a slight little mistake also if it is there. Little bit your swaras got little mixed up. Others will not notice. Ha ha, very good, nice, ha ha. 
like a great painter artist is there and they have their original painting is something different and imitation will be totally different an expert will be able to tell oh this is just an imitation it's not the original the strokes are not so fine the colors are not so fine it's not the same same bhava doesn't come from this painting so it's a knowledge which gives a vision so when one comes to comprehend the self that person sees the self everywhere brahma everywhere in all is action so when he is performing action he knows that i am brahma the action which is performed is brahma all the all the world which is there in front of me towards which it is performed seem to be performed is also brahma and the result of all this is brahma so when a person has got this vision his actions becomes non action only even though he might be appearing to be acting really speaking he is not doing anything that will be explained in the fifth chapter also ki pashyan shrunvan sprishan jigran do seeing hearing tasting touching walking talking blinking doing all activities really speaking the self the realized master doesn't do anything because of this highest vision so this is called knowledge that knowledge is indicated here with the help of this metaphor of a yajna and what does that knowledge means that brahma drishti the person sees that brahma alone sarvam khalvidam brahma neha nanasti kinchana that there is only one reality called brahma there is nothing other than that all this what we see is play of that one if we recognize that one we will enjoy this play when we don't recognize that one everything seems different so when you look at the world outside we see it illumined by the sun how many suns are there i mean s u n ha huh? one sun we have but from that one sun millions of rays come out and strike the earth if you look at the earth you will find millions of rays if you look at those rays there are many many but when you try to see the source of those rays you will find that there is only one sun who is the source of all the rays and once we recognize that sun then we will know that in all the rays same sun is there otherwise we feel this ray is different that ray is different bapre yeah is different are are that is also different and every ray according to the way it comes out appears in different color huh that violet indigo blue green yellow orange red how it strikes the earth at what angle it passes through what medium accordingly we see it different but really speaking all of them are the expression of one sun alone so one who has got this drishti this vision he looks at the world in a different way so this is the vision which a realized master gains this is called knowledge 
ब्रह्मदृष्टि द सेल्फ इन मी इज द सेल्फ इन ऑल सो आफ्टर इंडिकेटिंग द नेचर ऑफ कैरेक्टरिस्टिक ऑफ अ रियलाइज मास्टर एंड ऑल्सो शोइंग अस दिस ग्रैंड विजन विच दिस रियलाइज मास्टर हैज गेन एंड हाउ ही हैज रीच दिस स्टेट बाय फॉलोइंग द पाथ ऑफ कर्मयोग प्यूरिफाइंग इज माइंड एंड देन गेनिंग दिस नॉलेज सो पाथ ऑफ कर्मयोग इज द फर्स्ट स्टेप बट पाथ ऑफ कर्मयोग अलोन इज नॉट समटाइम्स सफिशियंट वी नीड टू डू सम मोर साधनास विच हेल्प अस टू फर्दर प्यूरिफाई अवर माइंड दो साधनास ऑल्सो शुड बी डन विथ अ कर्मयोग एटीट्यूड इट्स लाइक इफ यू वॉन्ट टू क्लीन यूटेन्सिल वी हैव टू यूज वॉटर जनरली बट इफ इट इज मोर डर्टी वी यूज वेरियस टाइप्स ऑफ डिटर्जेंट एंड अदर पाउडर्स एंड ऑल टू क्लीन इट सिमिलरली टू क्लीन अवर माइंड कर्म और कर्म योग इज द मेथड बट देर आर सम स्पेशल एक्शंस इन कर्म योग वी टॉक अबाउट अवर कॉमन ड्यूटीज रिस्पॉन्सिबिलिटीज विथ रिस्पेक्ट टू अवर सेल्फ एंड विथ रिस्पेक्ट टू द वर्ल्ड but in this special sadhanas which we can call upasana or some special spiritual sadhanas they are not part of the common duty but they are important for cleaning our mind further see there are times when our mind gets stuck with certain negative qualities like for example anger or hatred or fear or some sort of sadness these are all negativities and whatever we do it doesn't come out it gets stuck like anything sometimes some in the old times also there were used to be some very funny shaped bottles and all in which the mother used to give milk to the child and to clean that bottle the special that brush used to be there i don't know whether they use it now hmm because the thing gets stuck in inaccessible places so it requires special cleaning uh, material to clean it similarly there are certain negativities which gets stuck in our mind and it can get stuck for lifetime one may have that uh, in one's childhood but it will continue for a long time hmm so in order to clean our mind further we need to do some special sadhanas and those special sadhanas are now mentioned in the following verses some many sadhanas bhagwan mentioned but he says there are many many sadhanas are there in our scriptures and therefore we find in the world variety of sadhanas people talk about many of them are mentioned in the scriptures we have to select those which are conducive to us it's like a buffet uh, is laid in front of you you don't have to eat everything uh, you eat what you like what is conducive to you and in the right amount everything need not be done 
Similarly, all the sadhanas which are many, many sadhanas which are mentioned in the scriptures, they have to be understood. Their, uh, what you call their mechanism and philosophy should be understood. And what is useful for us directly should be employed and utilized and we should follow it sincerely. So what are those sadhanas? That is now being said in the following verses. Daiva meva pare yadnyam Yogina paryupasate Brahmagnava pare yadnyam Yadne naivopa jufati Deva meva pare yatnyam There are two sadhanas mentioned here in each line. Daiva meva pare yadnyam yogina paryupasate. Some yogis, some uh, seekers, they uh, utilize this sadhana. It's called daiva, daiva yadnya. Daiva meva pare yadnyam. What is the meaning of daiva yadnya? It's like worshipping a devata. Like we do puja and all. Invoking God in a particular idol or a image or a photograph and worshipping. That is one meaning of this Daiva Yadnya. Offering our services to the Lord. See, puja is nothing but offering seva to the Lord. Just as when we, when we receive a guest, we, we welcome the guest and offer our services. Uh, similarly, Devta also, we have to imagine. In puja, imagination plays an important role. Just like little children, they imagine and they play, uh, what you call, the, in the kitchen and all, they prepare tea and all those things, all imaginary. But the good, better the imagination, better you will enjoy it. Some people who don't have imagination, they don't enjoy it. So little children, they have Great uh, imagination. So they enjoy like anything. Hmm. Every detail they imagine. So similarly in puja we have to imagine. We have to first, that idol is there, of made up of stone or mud or maybe some metal. Hmm. Or it can be a photograph. In that we have to invoke the presence of the Lord. See, in puja, first we have to prepare the whole place where we are doing the puja. We have to keep it, make it clean, use, uh, bring all the utensils and all the materials which are necessary for puja. Because once we start puja, we should not get up and start running around here and there looking for materials. So we have to keep it ready in hand, clean the whole place, clean ourselves and sit there for puja. Then that idol which is there in front of us, we have to meditate and invoke the presence of God in that idol. 
called avaham dhyana and then avaham invoke the presence of god in that idol and once that uh, god is invoked then we have to welcome him and then give him offer him a seat to sit everything imagine so we offer flowers we offer akshata rice and we say that oh i am giving you a place to sit asan then i am washing your feet so just offer one spoon of um, water so i am washing your feet so we have to imagine that i am washing bhagwan's feet that i am washing his hands that i am giving him water to drink then i am uh, offering him to take bath huh? then i am giving him new clothes and some uh, ornaments then i am applying chandan kumkum and akshata and i am putting a garland beautiful garland of beautiful flowers hmm and then i am giving him some uh, food hmm to eat huh? before that dhup deep then naivedya and while he is having that food i am entertaining him with some nice bhajan song dance music huh? it's called raja upchar that bhagwan is eating and he is also nowadays we watch television and eat but otherwise bhagwan eats and he listens to this our uh, singing and all and then we do namaskar pradakshina namaskar before that aarti and all and also uh, sincerely pray uh, and ask for whatever we want so this is the puja which we do this is uh, this help us to develop that repo with god he is everywhere but when we do this regularly we develop that repo we feel a sense of connection see like uh, flower i mean in your garden you must be having lot of different types of plants and all but uh, many times we don't have any repo with them uh, you might not even notice what plants are there but if you uh, water them even for a week regularly noticing them and watering them you will develop a repo with them then even if there little bit change or some you see that they have become weak or this you will notice it immediately hmm because the repo is there. and then even when you go here and there you might remember it wonder how my plant is doing must be missing me may not be missing you so we develop that repo similarly when we do this puja we develop a repo with god which is very important we feel connected god is everywhere he is all the time there connected but we feel the sense of connection with that all pervading ishvara who is everywhere everything is his expression only so this is a beautiful sadhana is called daiva yajna and even then we can extend this sadhana that whatever action we are performing it is performed as a puja of that worship of that lord we can we can imagine god in a particular form whatever form we like we can imagine we can imagine god as our own mother as our own father 
as our sister, as our brother, as our husband, wife, as our son or daughter, we can, as our friend, we can imagine God in whatever way we want. We can imagine him as light, we can imagine him as sound, we can imagine him as Om, because all these are expressions of God. Whichever way we feel comfortable, we can imagine and then develop that rapport with the Lord. That helps us to clean our mind tremendously. It, it removes a lot of fears from our heart. Fear is there when we don't have trust in God, don't have trust in existence. So this fear goes away. We become more uh, uh, calm, peaceful. Mind start becoming more and more pure. We start uh, appreciating the beauty of this world and appreciating the presence of God in everything. So this is a very powerful and a beautiful sadhana which Bhagavan mentions in one first line itself. So some yogis perform this daiva yajna and then in the second line he mentions that ultimate yajna which is called the jnana yajna. This is the ultimate. He says, Brahmagnava pare yadnyam yadnena eva upajivvati, which was mentioned in the previous verse also, the Brahma drishti. He says, others, they in the fire of Brahma, they offer themselves. Here the word yadnya also means the self. And yadnyam yadnena, with the self, upajuvati they offer. Offering ourself to that Brahma means understanding our oneness with Brahma. This is called the jnana yadnya. This is the ultimate goal of all our sadhana, to understand our oneness with that supreme reality. So here it is indicated as a yajna, wherein we offer lot of things in that fire. So fire is Brahma and we are offering ourselves. It's called Atmanivedanam. Offering ourselves in Brahma means through inquiry, through contemplation, through meditation, understanding our oneness with the Supreme Reality. This is a Jnana Sadhana. More about this we will see later on, but this is called Jnana Yajna or Jnana Sadhana. Of sadhana, spiritual practice to gain knowledge. And what is that knowledge? Not just information, but a deep understanding that I and God are one. The essence in me and essence in God or this world is one. It's like the, I had given the example of the wave and the ocean. The essence of a wave and the essence of ocean is water alone. It's like the wave surrendering itself completely to the ocean, becoming one with the ocean. Means what? It understands that I am that pure water and ocean is also that pure water. So offering ourselves into the fire of Brahma means gaining that oneness with Brahma, understanding. 
this uh, state may not come immediately but this also bhagwan includes here as a jnana yajna which he will then later on praise it that out of all the yajnas this jnana yajna is supreme one has to reach this stage it's like mount everest we have to reach mount everest but uh, if we are in delhi we have to start the walking from here only hmm? slowly and steadily we will reach there so brahmagnava pare yajnam yajnena upajyavati further says now some more sadhanas very interesting which we have to understand and practice them then we will know the benefit of them श्रोत्रादीनिंद्रियाणन्ये संयमाग्निषु जुह्वति शब्दादीन विषयानन्ये इंद्रियाग्निषु जुह्वति श्रोत्रादीनेन्द्रियाणन्ये संयमाग्निषु जुह्वति शब्दादीन विषयानन्ये इंद्रियाग्निषु जुह्वति हा टू मोर साधना सर मेंशन इन दिस वर्स की फर्स्ट इज द साधना ऑफ संयम संयम मीन्स control of the senses shrotradin indriyani anni sayyam agnishu juvvati this is also depicted as a yajna so all sadhana should be performed as yajna means as worship with lot of reverence and uh, respect for their those sadhanas so here it is uh, the image is given that sayyam self control is like fire in which is offered the senses shrotradi shrotra means ears hearing hmm. shrotradi indriyani so the organs of action and organs of perception 10 of them hmm therefore we have the ravan also with 10 heads sometimes depicted as the 10 organs which were not under control so he had become like a, all organs had become like a mouth only for him for ravan therefore he was called dasha mukha and dasharath was called dasha ratha both are dasha 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 means ten so dasharath means one who has used his ten organs as ratha as a chariot to go somewhere to reach the destination but ravan is one who uses this ten for bhog for enjoyment for pleasure dashamukha so this senses are the uh, link between the mind and the world outside huh? we have to ultimately purify the mind but the mind comes to know about the world through the senses and not only the good things of the world enters us through the senses but even the bad things enters through the senses senses are the doorways like gates which if they are kept open 
indiscriminately and lot of uh, things which we don't want they enter in our computers also we have to put uh, all those uh, antivirus and all if you don't have then things which you don't want also will enter and they will not sit there quietly and do puja but they will destroy all our files and everything similarly the world has got both good and bad in it world has got the most sublime thing and it has got the worst thing possible also means influence hmm worst influence and best influence are there in the world and if we keep our senses open all the time without proper discrimination and if a negative thing enters our system to clean it may take a lifetime so the best thing is to have proper control over our senses then automatically we will be able to purify our mind five senses organs of perception shabda sparsh rupa rasagandha hearing control control means not closing the ears but having proper restriction listen what is good bhadram karne bhi shrunyam devah may i hear what is auspicious that is the prayer so we should hear what is auspicious but we should also have the ability to say no to that which is inauspicious that is very important we should be able to shut our ears to things which are not important things which are not important actually in modern times what happens over newspapers and television this that and all all non important things many of them hmm, they we keep on pouring in our system we feel that it chalta hai khane peene mein we are very careful oh i don't want to eat this uh, calorie burn jayegi this is not good this is good this that but when it comes to listening we don't care what we hear or what we see so even a wrong thought i mean one sentence wrong sentence when it enters it can corrupt our system because our mind is very sensitive and very interesting that even those things which we are not directly conscious of but if we are in that surrounding it enters our system even when a let us say a child is sleeping and the parents are fighting that samskar goes into that child he is sleeping but that something goes into the child's mind unconscious mind so we should be very careful that we don't give wrong or inauspicious input to our mind through the senses that's called having control over the senses in hearing in watching in touching in tasting in smelling we should have complete control plus the organs of action in the hands legs speech organs of generation organs of evacuation total control so that is called having this uh, offering them into sayyama sayyam means samyak yama yama means discipline sam means 
good discipline not harsh with understanding we have to discipline our our senses a life so this is a very important sadhana because many times what happens we don't have discipline at the level of the senses and keep doing some subtler sadhana so at one place we keep putting all garbage in the mind and other place we try to eliminate them so chalte rehta hai just like many times on our streets and all people keep on throwing wrappers and this and that and bubble gums and everywhere and the municipality comes and cleans it sometimes it doesn't clean and it goes on and on so we have to stop the inflow of negative influence and then also clean the mind so this is a very important sadhana then second line bhagwan gives another sadhana ki shabdadin vishayan anne indriyagneshu jyuvati controlling the senses doesn't mean that we should not uh, have any input it is here bhagwan says that to listen to good words or to experience this all these five types of object shabda sparsha roop rasagandha in a proper way means offering these five objects in the senses this also becomes a sadhana means good words good taste good sight good touch good smell all this should be offered to the senses senses they have to uh, indulge in these five objects in order to remain healthy and fit we can't stop the experiences totally hmm so good taste should be given to the senses good listening good uh, sight so this also becomes a sadhana this is a positive aspect of it so one aspect is having total discipline control over our senses and the second aspect is to feed the senses with positive auspicious um, inputs like that is very good every day sometime we should listen to something which is good auspicious which will change our outlook which will purify our mind every day we should eat something which is auspicious offer it to the lord and eat it as prasad every day we should spend some times even taking fragrance of flowers which are offered to the lord or even whatever fragrance consider it as the blessings of the lord so in this way the senses are given food but as offering as as though we are offering it to the lord who is sitting there in our heart so through the senses we are offering so this is also like a puja so many times we are very careful while we are doing puja and all that the prasad which we make the naivedya which we offer should be good quality and all because we are giving it to god but god exists in our heart also so we should be very careful of what we are eating not that kuch bhi katar patar kha liya apna it's very dangerous eating at all levels so good thing auspicious uh, object should be offered to the senses that is 
that is a sadhana so indriyagnishu so senses are like fire in which offering is made of the five sense objects some more sadhanas now the next verse sarvan indriya karmani प्राणकर्माणि चापरे प्राणकर्माणि चापरे in this verse one sadhana is mentioned and it is at a slightly subtler level in this also there is sayam discipline but that discipline at a subtler level that discipline is generated through deep understanding through deep wisdom therefore here it is said atma sayam is the fire which is kindled by knowledge jnana deepite see when we restrain our senses we can restrain them through will power and we can restrain them through understanding so the first step is to restrain them with will power understanding will will come later on first we have to discipline our senses by using the our will power that no like for example certain things about eating about drinking about watching about talking we have to just say no at times ki bahut ho gaya khana ho gaya chalo finish it nahi nahi aadhi roti leni hai i want to eat one more this one more helping this is no so we use our will power that is called sayyam but here also the sayyam is there which is after gaining higher wisdom so this can help us to sublimate our negativities when we use will power the negativities remain there only thing it is not expressed for example i am very angry with someone and i want to give him one blow on his head just an example so don't get frightened so to prevent giving that blow is called sayyam discipline or restraint with will power but when the thought of hitting that person also goes away that is called discipline with knowledge that is at a higher level but in the beginning we have to use it using our will power so the previous sadhana which was mentioned was with will power you restrain the senses from indulging in all negative activities but now try to kindle the fire of understanding hmm and what is the way to kindle this through inquiry through what we call in patanjali yoga sutra 
the technique is said as uh, pratyahar dharana and dhyan through pratyahar through dharana and dhyan means with, uh, by proper understanding withdraw your mind from thinking about various objects by giving it understanding when the mind is going into a particular object make it understand that it is not good for it make the mind realize it and then withdraw it jabardasti withdrawing the mind will go again but when the mind understands through various logic which we can gather from the scriptures and otherwise people we can tell the mind that yahan jaane se it is not good for you you just withdraw your attention from there so withdrawing the attention from the worldly negative tendencies and all objects is called pratyahar and focusing the attention of the mind on a good object object of meditation is called dharana and when that attention becomes more uh, you know, smooth and uh, and natural spontaneous then it is called dhyana so using the technique of pratyahar dharana and dhyana we have to kindle the fire of understanding and in that fire of understanding bhagwan says you offer the activities of all your senses sarvani indriya karmani and prana karmani cha apare and also the activities of the pranas so this is like a higher uh, is like a meditation see the previous sadhana we can do when we are interacting with the world around to have certain discipline in our life to have certain restraint in our senses but this sadhana which is mentioned here is when we sit in the evening or the morning we have to withdraw our attention from the world and try to restrain all the activities of the senses and try to experience the inner peace and quietude let the mind enjoy that peace free from the activities of the senses in the waking state see in my deep sleep state when you are asleep that time also mind is totally at rest no activities of the senses are happening but wakefully we should try to restrain the activities of the senses and make the mind experience a deep state of quietude and peace which is generated through understanding through wisdom this is a sadhana hmm here bhagwan is giving a broad outlook then the details we can add we can make it more personal we can use our own uh, own imagination to make it more interesting this sadhana but this is a general outline is given here so with understanding make your mind more and more calm and peaceful and in that peacefulness of the mind restrain all the activities of the senses means the eyes do not have desire to go anywhere the ears don't have any distraction the there is no distraction at the level of the skin no distraction at the level of the tongue all the senses are alive 
but they are stand still like they are just sitting quietly not doing anything this is a sadhana it's very interesting sometimes we should just sit quietly doing nothing you might say oh every day i do like <laughs> sit quietly mind should be absolutely still and uh, senses are also absolutely still like sometimes these horses and all they keep them still otherwise horses are with full of force and power but they also have the nice trained horses can be kept absolutely still without moving like that the mind should be kept absolutely still with understanding which shifting its attention to the inner self so that is a subtler sadhana which is revealed here so all the activities of the senses and the pranas are restrained with knowledge now further in the next verse bhagwan gives some four five sadhanas together He says dravya yajnastapo yajnaha योग यज्ञास्तथा परे स्वाध्यायज्ञानयज्ञाश्चयतयश्संश्रितप्रता योग यज्ञास्तथा परे फाइव यज्ञास आर मेन्शन यर मीन्स फाइव साधनास आर मेन्शन वन इज द्रव्य यज्ञा द्रव्य मीन्स दैट विच इन्वॉल्व्स द्रव्य द्रव्य मीन्स वेल्थ sadhana with wealth means material outer material means like daan see one of the we have various impurities in our mind main is kama krodha and lobha in the later chapter also bhagwan will say there are three gateways to hell if you are sitting very comfortably enjoying and very happy and all if this three comes even one of the three comes immediately sorrow will come if craving comes uh, desire or if krodh um, comes anger or greed then the disturbance starts in the mind so they are considered as gateways to hell so to overcome kam krodh lobh various sadhanas are mentioned to overcome lobh greed one of the most interesting sadhana is daan sharing what we have with others lobh means i want and i want more and more i don't want to share i don't want to give and this attitude then is seen at all levels at the level of body also whatever food we eat we don't want to give it away then it remains accumulating and making us fatter and fatter that is also type of greed only 
आई डोंट टू गिव इतना खा लिया मेहनत करके वाई शुड आई एलिमिनेट इट ओके देन इट गेट स्टक समवेयर डिफरेंट टाइप ऑफ ग्रीड सो दिस वी कैन ओवरकम बाय लर्निंग टू गिव शेयर सम पीपल दे विल राधर डाई देन गिव देर इज वन पर्सन वो सो कंजूस माइजर दैट ही नेवर गिव एनीथिंग so once he was falling he had fallen into a quick sand and someone said that oh give me your hand give me your hand he said no <laughs> then he said okay take my hand immediately he took it <laughs> then he brought him out he will rather die than give so dravya yajna is dravya which we can use money to share to give money or whatever we have material uh, goods wealth uh, talent time whatever we are attached to we can share it with the world around us that's called dravya yajna it also helps to purify the mind there's a very famous nice story which which mahatma tell that um, when we do dana it it we we what call we gain punya and then we can go to swarga so there was one this miser who died he never gave anything to anybody but he uh, he died and there uh, he was told that you will have to go and stay in hell he said why he said you have not done any good things he said but that day i gave some one coin to that beggar he said yes yes that is there in our list that also was nakli coin <laughs> you gave to that beggar or to give to whatever person but that is also recorded he said because of this punya you will get to go to swarga for uh, you will will spend there one hour like एक घंटा आपको मिलेगा देन परमानेंटली यू कैन सेटल इन नरक सो विच वन यू वॉन्ट फर्स्ट ही सेड आई विल गो टू स्वर्ग फर्स्ट सो वेन ही वेंट टू स्वर्ग इन स्वर्ग ऑल द फैसिलिटीज एवरीथिंग इज गिवन आई हर्ट लाइक दैट सो ऑल एवरीथिंग इज गिवन देर सो वॉट ही डीड वेरी स्मार्ट ही विथ वॉट एवर वेल्थ ही हैड इन द स्वर्ग ही स्टार्टेड डिस्ट्रीब्यूटिंग देर ओनली and whatever was distributed immediately it was filled because swarga nothing is uh, lacks lacks i mean no nothing lacks there so he just started giving everything giving 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 and as he gave his punya started increasing even in swarga so they extended his stay from one hour two hours one day two day three day four days one month two month even now he is there <laughs> so it is a continuous story i don't know what will happen in future we will we will see so he is still there so dravya yajna it is called so we can perform this yajna by sh- sharing whatever we have with the world around us then tapah yajna this is another sadhana called tapas tapas means austerity 
again this term austerity is explained in the 17th verse i mean 17th chapter bhagwan explains three types of tapas sharirik vachik and mansik austerities are done to conserve our spiritual energy physical emotional intellectual and spiritual energy and direct them towards our higher goal they are same as we put a dam on the river and then direct the water for using it for generating electricity or for irrigation and all so uh, there are three avenues through which we waste our energy at the level of our body at the level of our speech means senses and at the level of our mind so by what do we mean by physical tapas in the 17th chapter bhagwan says you use the energy of your body to do some seva to serve those who are good serve the world serve the good people serve your teacher serve the uh, what do you call the devatas with your body so that is called sharirik tapas vachik tapas see that you speak only that which is truth satyam priyam hitam an udvegakaram vakyam with your tongue to speak what is truth if i am doubtful i should not speak about it i should speak only if it is then i have verified and it is true no otherwise it is better to be quiet so satyam then whatever i speak should be priyam should be good pleasant satyam priyam hitam it should be beneficial to myself and others around and anudvegakaram it should not create disturbance in anybody's mind so to have that control over our tongue is called vachik tapas see just opening our mouth and blabbering something and then that is not called tapas to have restraint over what i speak and if this is done then our speech and our tongue and all becomes very powerful instrument for our spiritual progress then whatever we say also comes true if we use our tongue properly because tongue is the very seat of um goddess saraswati so if we use that seat properly goddess saraswati will bless us so tapah yajna and then at the level of our mind to keep the mind happy peaceful and happy that is also tapas that is also we have to do it with effort see we can make our own mind sad also and own mind happy also by the way we treat our mind so to keep the mind happy it is our responsibility we should not say oh, that person is making me unhappy nobody makes us unhappy unless we give that person permission to make us unhappy our mind is like a television and the uh, remote control we give in somebody else's hand 
ये बटन दबाने से मेरा वॉल्यूम बढ़ जाता है ये बटन दबाने से मेरा चैनल चेंज हो जाता है एंड इफ यू प्रेस दिस बटन देन आई गो म्यूट अच्छा शोमी हाँ या सो वी गिव इट इन समबडी एल्स इज हैंड एंड दे कंट्रोल अवर लाइफ नो यू कीप द रिमोट इन योर हैंड डोंट गिव इट इन एनीबडी एल्स इज हैंड कीप द माइंड प्लेजेंट एंड हैप्पी लाइक गालिब का शेर है ना अरे बापरे आई होप आई रिमेम्बर हजू में गम मेरी फितरत बदल नहीं सकता मैं क्या करूं मुझे आदत है मुस्कुराने की सो यू सर वॉट टू डू आई हैव दिस हैबिट ऑफ स्माइलिंग सो नो अनहैप्पीनेस कैन रियली डू एनी हार्म टू मी और कैन अटैक मी आई हैव द हैबिट ऑफ स्माइल सो टू कीप द हैबिट ऑफ स्माइलिंग एट द लेवल ऑफ अवर माइंड वॉट एवर बी द सिचुएशन कीप द माइंड स्माइलिंग कंजर्व द एनर्जी ऑफ द माइंड to serve at the level of the body conserves the energy of the body to use truthful words serves the energy of the speech so that is called tapo yajna so tapo yajna is another beautiful sadhana then yoga yajna then the yoga yajna the famous ashtanga uh, yoga but the, the initial practices of yama niyam आसन देन प्राणायाम प्रत्यह धारणा ध्यान समाधि प्राणायाम भगवान विल एक्सप्लेन लेटर दैट प्रत्यह धारणा ध्यान वी हैव सीन सो यर यम नियम आसन दैट आल्सो कैन बी अंडरस्टूड एज अ योग यज्ञ सी इन दैट अष्टांग योग दिस यम एंड नियम आर वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट many people they don't pay attention to them they are the values which we have to follow in life ahimsa satyam asteya brahmacharya aparigraha means non violence truthfulness non stealing self control control over the senses and all and aparigraha non possession of too many things remaining simple in life so those are called yama you can refer to some books and all to study more about them and niyama shaucha santosha swadhyaya shaucha santosh swadhyaya then shaucha santosh tapas swadhyaya and ishwar pranidhan so shaucha means cleanliness santosh is contentment tapa is what we have seen just now then uh, swadhyaya is also will be mentioned self study and ishwar pranidhan attitude of surrender to god these are called yama and niyama and asan to keep the body also healthy they are a beautiful sadhana which help us to make our mind pure so yoga yajnaha tatha apare so some seekers they follow this path of yoga yajnaha and many it times become very popular actually nowadays the yoga yajna is more popular people get up early and they do all sorts of sadhanas including pranayama also but when it comes to pratyahar dharana dhyan samadhi they they 
many people they don't go there so yoga yajnaha tatha pare then swadhyaya yajnaha swadhyaya means studying uh, the scriptures or chanting the scriptures actually swadhyaya technically it means chanting uh, the scriptures like regular chanting of uh, vishnu sahasranam or bhagavad gita or even other like in hanuman chalisa or ramayan or bhagavat some chanting when we regularly do or some uh, bhajans we can sing or some stotras so regular chanting they are like japa they help us to keep our mind clean and pure regularly every day when we do the chanting the sound itself is beneficial for us and if we contemplate on their meaning then they benefit further so the chanting should be done in this kali yuga they say even bhagwan's name if it is chanted that's also very good or some stuti uh, stuti stotra uh, should be continuously chanted so swadhyaya it is called then jnana yajna your jnana yajna is the process of gaining knowledge through the study of the scriptures so chanting and after chanting we have to study those scriptures many people they know the whole bhagavad gita by heart many times they can chant from the beginning to the end and from the end to the beginning also they know it by heart but they don't spend time in understanding it this in every day i chant many people actually they do chanting hanuman chalisa also that 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 within do short time they finish the whole hanuman chalisa uska arth kya hai mujhe pata nahi baba so jnana yajna means to contemplate and understand what the scriptures are saying therefore this uh, what we are doing now is called jnana yajna gurudev has named it as gita jnana yajna that all of us sit here we chant the shlokas we try to understand the meaning hmm that is called jnana yajna it's a sadhana of understanding the jnana what we will gain is that brahmarpanam brahma havihi that drishti that everything is brahma but the process of gaining that knowledge is called jnana yajna means shravana manana and nididhyasa listening to the scriptures contemplating and understanding their meaning and meditating that is called jnana yajna so in this way this five types of sadhanas are mentioned here yatayah samshita vratah so those seekers put forth effort to do this sadhana and they are with rigid vows and all samshita vratah well understood and rigid vows they take and do this sadhana see whatever sadhana we are doing we should do it sincerely taking a vow that yes i will follow this and should follow it sincerely aisa nahi ki okay if i have time i will do otherwise forget about it so taking a positive vow we have to follow this sadhana then it will help us to make our mind more and more pure some more sadhanas are mentioned about pranayam and all in the following verses we will see them tomorrow Thank you.